My name is Eric, and in this episode of my podcast, I want to talk about trust, trusting in a relationship. Welcome to the craziness that lives inside my head. So let me begin with my history with trust and relationship. When you're young, I'm saying this for all young people, when you're young and you fall in love, you trust. You trust and then whoever you trust in that relationship, in that loving relationship, had destroyed your trust when you catch them cheating on you. Or it doesn't necessarily have to be a love relationship. It could be a friendship relationship when you, when you uh, trust them and then you catch them stealing from you. It's all trust. It's all about being in whatever relationship it is, a love relationship, a friendship relationship, whatever relationship it is, trusting this person to have your back. And I just want to say that in my 20s, I trusted a lot of people. But then again, I was drugging and drinking. So who did I trust? Another alcoholic and a, and a, and a, uh, and a dope, a doper. I mean, you know and I know, if someone wants drugs and they don't have enough money, they will steal from anybody to get that money to buy those drugs. And those are the people I trust. Now, mind you, I like I said, I was young and I also was drugging and drinking. And they destroyed my trust. I've been in loving relationship, so-called relationship with men who I found one and I come home from work and we were supposed to, I came home from work early because he was going to take me out to dinner. We lived together at the time. He was going to take me out to dinner. So I came home, worked early, and I caught him in the bed with another man. Trust. But the first guy I ever fell in love with, I, uh, it, was, it was a crazy type of relationship. Um, but I, he, well, he, I guess you could say he was bisexual. He had women, friends that he was fooling around with, so, but I loved him. And being that I was the only male that he was supposedly in love with, I said, well, okay, you know, I can't compete with a female. So as long as he have his women friends, and him and I, we, we did our thing, went out together and did, a, you know, whatever. It was, it was fine, and I loved it, I loved him. And then, of course, I don't want to go into details, I caught him in the act with another guy. Trust. I could go on and on and on and on. Now, I have to say this. When I stopped drinking and drugging and stopped hanging out with those kind of people, I did meet, and I was in two loving relationships where they both were monogamous. One proposed, well, they both proposed to me. And the reason why I didn't go through with it, because one was trying to make me into his ex-lover. Every time uh, we went somewhere, oh, me and my ex-lover used to go here. 
Oh, me and my ex-lover used to do this. And my ex-lover to, to cook this for me. And my ex-lover, I said, I'm not your ex-lover. So, I, I broke, yes, I broke it off. I mean, I'm not, I can't compete with his ex-lover because half the stuff his ex-lover and him did, I wasn't doing. Then the next guy in sobriety who wanted to marry me, um, well, I, I had a good job on Wall Street. I had my own apartment up in um, the Bronx. And he wanted me to give up my good job, give up my apartment. He had a house in Vermont, and this is when Vermont was the first state to have gay marriage. He had a house in Vermont. We was going to go to Vermont, Vermont, marry. And then he was building two houses. He was a lawyer, so he had all this money. He was building two houses, one for his parents and one for us next to his parents. I didn't have to work. I didn't have to do anything. All I have to do is write, because I love to write, and take care of his parents. And I told him when I broke it off, he said, but I didn't give the relationship enough time for me to fall in love with him. And I explained to him, as far as I'm concerned, that's not love. You put me in a position to depend upon you. I don't want to be in that position. Because when you decide to get rid of me, I have nowhere to go. I don't think it has anything to do with marriage, but you know what I'm talking about. Otherwise, those were, and, my, those, and I want to be honest with you, those were, and I had another relationship with someone. We, two, we're friends today, and that's a loving relationship. But what I'm trying to say is, that all that was in my sobriety. So, why is it that I maybe get into another relationship, and maybe I am in love, but I'm having a hard time trusting. Me and this person, we don't live together, we live, for, live apart. I got a house, they got their house. But the problem is, why is, if I don't get a phone call, the normal, the usual phone calls, you know how it is, people call you every morning at the same time. If I don't get that phone call, oh. Is he cheating on me? If I don't hear from him all, all day, well, who's who's he with that he can't that he can't text me or give me a, a message, you know? But let me tell you something. In this relationship, we had a discussion when we first met. It was me. I was the one who said I did not want to be in a relationship attached to the hip. Because I kind of had that with um, the one who want, uh, the, the lawyer who wanted to marry me. We was, we was attached to the hip. Always want to know where I was. 24 hours a day, we were attached to the hip. No, I said, I'm not going to want that kind of relationship. I want a relationship where you have your friends, I have my friends. We hang out with our friends once in a while. And, and even and being that we are couples, I will, it would be nice if we had couple friends, you know, uh, friends who are in, in a relationship with couples, and we could hang out with them, we could do things. I said, that's the kind of thing I want. I don't want to be uh, just you and me and, and constantly, constantly at each other's hip. Well, here we go. I'm the one who opened up my big mouth. Now, I'm the one who's thinking, wow, what's he doing? Who's he doing? I mean, and then, if I don't hear... Like if I just get a text saying good night instead of a phone call, I said, oh, 
he must be in the bed with somebody. That's me. This woman I work with, she said, you have to let go of all those terrible relationships I had, especially those relationships when I drank and drugged. You got to let them go, they're all in the past. And you got to start anew, and you got to trust. And plus you have, we also have something called instinct. Now, my instinct on men is gone. Because how many people, I've heard it so many times, men or dogs, I've been there. I know. Uh, I dated in sobriety a lot. I shouldn't say dated. I fooled around with a lot, a lot of married, married straight men. And I asked one, because we was fooling around for a good five years. And I said, uh, do your wife love you? Oh, he goes, yes, I'm, my wife really loves me. I said, well, does she suspect that you're fooling around? He goes, no, she doesn't, she doesn't suspect. <laughs> she has instinct, I'm quite sure she does respect. I mean, and she might be, whatever situation she's in, I mean, he's taking care of her. I mean, she has just said she got papers on him, so I guess she's not going to say nothing. I don't know, but this is what he said. And this is what a lot of married men says to me. No, my wife don't know. Fine. So now, after not the last relationship where a guy wanted to marry me, that was back in 1991. So I have not been in a relationship, in that kind of relationship, a monogamous relationship where we was going to prepare to get married since 1991. And what I was, I was 40 years old. I was 40 years old. Here it is, 2023. I'm 71. Now, you meet somebody, you fall in love, and they say they're in love. See, here I go. They say they love me. And now I have trust issues. Do I trust? But if you want this relationship, you have to trust. Until, and I told us a lot of people at work, because I just had this discussion with work. I'm trusting. I'm not saying anything. There's nothing to say. I mean, what can I say? Why, the person got to call me when they go take a crap or call me when they go to the kitchen? Call me. No, they don't. I'm just saying that I have to trust that when I don't hear from them, they okay. They're not in somebody's bed. They ain't got to cock up their ass or in their mouth. They're okay. They're doing whatever they have to do to take care of themselves. Just like I have to do what I have to do to take care of myself. No, we don't have to be attached to the hip. For trust. Is that the, if that's the only way I can trust you by having you attached to my waist, then that's not a very good relationship. It's not going to last at all. I'm talking to myself, but I'm using this podcast for people to hear what I'm going through. Relationships and trust. I'm going to try trusting Thank you for listening to the craziness that lives inside my head.